on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the hell of a week I'm having. Oh boy. Settle down and saddle up. This is Chrome Dome Radio. Chrome Dome Radio, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man-child. A young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the internet, the reckless, and podcasting. In a world of creators who operate with much better technology. Okay, 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 okay! This is episode, this is episode 34 Whoa. of KDR, and I'm, ex- I'm, I'm as excited as a celery in a pool of blue cheese. Are you, uh... <laughs> That's an interesting way to go. Uh, are you as excited for this episode as you were for the first? Uh, yeah, yeah. E- it's equal. Equal? Yeah. Not no rising or lowering action. Are there peaks and valleys, or do you just oh, stay at oh, this? Oh no, no, no. There's absolutely peaks and valleys, okay. especially with this show. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you watched our episodes? There are peaks and valleys. I mean, a few. What's a what's a notable peak for you? Definitely, without a doubt, it's Jeff's stories. Jeff's That's story always times. a peak. Okay. And, and then, then the uh, valleys are when we don't have anything to say. <laughs> you mean like uh, right right now, like tonight? Like nothing. By the way, I am your host, Chris. I'm Zach. And I guess I'm a co-host? Well, you can call yourself whatever you want. The co-host with the co-most. I'm like a second banana. Yeah. Second fiddle. All right. So let me tell you about the week I've been having. Uh, I haven't mentioned this before, but I have an old 81 Trans Am sitting in my garage. And it's been sitting there for a few years because it's got a blown transmission, and I haven't really had the time or really the motivation to really do anything about it, so it's just been sitting there. I finally got motivated to, one, get a transmission, and two, reinstall it myself in the garage, like under the car, like on my back. How'd that go? Oh, not well. No? Oh, not well. You're covered in uh, in grease and things? and Yeah. So here's what happened. Getting excited over here. Yeah, grease, car grease. (laughs) So uh, first of all, my my, my buddy uh, is the one that gave me the the transmission, the new transmission. He brings one over, and I'm I'm getting super psyched about it. And then Jeff rolls up. You guys know Jeff. He's Mm -hmm. been on the show before. I'll link a A few times. I'll link to his episodes. And uh, so anyway, Jeff rolls up in his Corvette, and I'm like, dude, this is a sick ride. This thing is electric blue. It's looking sharp. And I'm like, I want my cool car. You know, you know, he's got the cool car, and I was like, I want mine. So then he invites me to go to Caffeine and Octane. And Caffeine and Octane is one of the biggest shows on the East Coast, car shows on the East Coast. And I was like, if I'm going to go to this thing, I want to show up with my car. So I got super motivated to get this done this week. So I get uh, in my garage, on my back, with a floor jack. I'm trying to install this transmission and you know I I get pretty far and you know it's in the air it's all lined up the first two bolts go in and I get to the third and fourth bolt and I'm like wait a second this isn't lining up right turns out I'm trying to bolt up a Chevy transmission onto a Chevy motor but my Chevy motor has a converter plate on the back for a Pontiac transmission because the people who owned it before me kept the stock transmission with an aftermarket Chevy motor. So in order to get this plate off there's two hex bolts and hex bolts are notorious especially on older cars for stripping when you try to get them off and what do I do? I strip one of them. So now um. I'm trying to figure out, a, figure out a way to get the stripped bolt off. And what I basically do is I cut 
the bolt to make like a square shape so that I can use pliers or something to knock it out. And it takes me a couple hours, but I get the damn thing out, right? And I'm super excited and I'm like, this is a great car day because you have good car days and you have bad car days and anybody who knows who works on these stupid things knows that you have you have peaks and valleys. So I decide, to, you know, since I'm on a roll now, I continue with the project and I get the transmission back lined up, the bolts are lined up and I decide to only put two of the bolts in. Because now I'm thinking, you know what, I'm having a great car day right now, I'm setting myself up to have a great car day tomorrow because all I'm gonna have to do is put the final bolts in, put the drivetrain on, and I could start this sucker up and roll on out of here, right? You would think. So the next day rolls around, which is now yesterday, and it doesn't go that smoothly. So I get to the third bolt and it goes in just fine. And then I get to the fourth bolt and the fourth bolt, I'm having a little trouble with it. And I'm like, I'm trying to get, first of all, this is a rough angle. You're under mm-hmm. the car. It's towards the top of the motor. You know, you're in a weird angle and I'm having a tough time getting it to line up right. Finally, I get it to line up and I'm having to put a little bit more effort into this one. So I'm getting a little worried. I'm like, is this thing going in sideways? I don't want to strip anything. Maybe I should back out a little. So I back off a little. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be smart. I'm going to loosen one of the bottom bolts. Mm-hmm. So let's give it a little give right. and hopefully everything will line up. I thought I had it. Tightening, tightening, and I'm noticing a gap towards the top. The gap's about a half an inch. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if I tighten this bolt enough, it's surely going to close, right? I mean, obviously. Obviously. The only thing that could happen. That's what's going to happen. No, it turns out it's not the only thing that can happen. (laughs) Oh, really? Really? This is a a sad story. No, here's what else can happen. (laughs) You could crack the entire bell housing on the transmission and blow the whole freaking thing out of the water. Oh! Oh, yeah. So wait, is the transmission any good now? Oh no, it's completely destroyed. <sighs> completely Bro. destroyed. That sucks. So what happened was I heard a crack and I went, and like I told you, I, you don't have a good sight, a lot, yeah, good yeah. line of vision. So when I first heard the crack, I actually got nervous. You're under the car. There's a lot of crap down there. Yeah. So I was like, Bleh! you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whoa, what's falling on me? Right. And then I'm like, nothing fell. What, what was that? So I'm peeking around and I see... I, what I thought at first was a small crack, and I'm like, I cracked the bell housing, and as I look closer, the entire bolt uh, section, like where you bolted it, it's entirely Gosh. cracked off the transmission. It's basically oh, two parts now. Dude. And I had a moment. This is the, the funny, this is by the way, this is exactly what happened. So it happened, when I realized what happened, I realized how disgustingly horrible it was and actually found humor in it, mm-hmm. and, but like a dark humor. You know that like dark, <laughs> disgusting humor yeah, yeah. where you're just like, this is the stupidest thing you've ever seen. You just can't help but kind of go, uh, uh, uh. So I'm like, <laughs> you laugh to, I like, call it laugh to keep from crying, but yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. And then I kind of laid my head back and I put it on, oops, on the ground and I'm like, okay, now what? <laughs> Now what do I do? Wait. Wait. And then it's starting, I'm starting to realize that I just wasted four days of work. Right. You know, between the rebuilding so many, and this How many and hours has this whole debacle taken you thus far? It was four days of work straight, so I would say I'm 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 in with about, about hour 12. Hour 12. Yeah, roughly. And then plus your buddy's hours who was over here. So, yeah. So what, so, like 18 at that point? 
this is yeah yeah true 18 man hours so then taylor comes down and she's she's so sweet she was like how's everything going can i help dude like a freaking switch i went no you can't help (laughs) (laughs) i was like f this car f this why do i do this to myself what the hell kind of hobby is this what is wrong with me i've what and then i called up my buddy who gave me the transmission he's like dude calm down calm down dude don't give up now don't give up (laughs) he's talking you off the ledge (laughs) don't jump You're about to drive this thing off a cliff, Thelma and Louise style. I was freaking out, and I went. We're such- going down together. <laughs> I'm in such a dark place. I'm literally on Craigslist an hour later, finding. <laughs> I'm finding other cars in the area, and I'm like, "Look, here's a 1990 Formula. I can have it now. I can go get it now. <laughs> Screw this other car, dude." Was- oh. So, how long did it take you to get over that? Uh, well, it's today now. Because you seem you seem like you're in pretty good spirits at this point. Okay, well, here's the thing. <laughs> we were just discussing peaks and valleys. This is going to end up being the name of the episode, peaks yeah. and valleys. But anyway, I, I you you learn you learn yeah. right. So, and oh yeah, do you know why that happened? My guess is that the rear of the transmission was still sagging mm-hmm. at the time when I was trying to bolt the upper bolt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so you in my to mind, balance the thing. I, I should have. And again, I'm down there by myself. The transmissions are not light. I have mm-hmm. a jacket down there helping me out. I probably should have lined it up better. In my mind, I was thinking if I just tighten this bolt, it'll, it'll line itself up. up. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, it's it's metal. So then I was thinking, <laughs> and here's here's probably the good thing that's going to come out of it. I was thinking how stupid I must look when I do things like that. And it happens frequently. Yeah. I've had issues where I forgot to tighten a bolt entirely on my torque converter and I end up destroying the flywheel. You know what, you know what I'm talking about? No, you, no can idea. you relate to this? No, this is one of those conversations <laughs> where I'm just going to be like, uh-huh. So, yeah. And, and I no, end up... No, that's attached sh- to the leg bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I destroyed it. And I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to put my stupid car shenanigans on YouTube. Yeah. So I think I'm actually going to start recording myself doing this. If you manage to catch yourself flipping out after like four days of work, <laughs> boy, what a, what a jewel that'll be. I could vlog it or blog it or whatever. That'll easily be the most viral video you've ever produced. Dude, so bad. <laughs> and here we are today. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then, oh, and then, and then last night I was like, "Well, things couldn't get any worse." <laughs> and then I come to find out we have a copyright claim on episode thirty-three of Chrome Dome Radio. Oh wait, for what? Oh, I'm gonna share the uh, screen now. Oh, the Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. The Saturday morning cartoons episode. Let me. Let me. Uh, okay, I guess we should have expected that. What was yeah. it for the Thundercats? No, that's what I thought too. I thought yeah. that too. I was like, oh, Thundercats totally got us. We played the whole intro. Yeah. No. Here's what it is. I'm going to share the screen so that our viewers can see it, and then I'll explain it to the uh, podcasters. So are right we going to reflect for 34 too? And we're just going to do this every episode. It's like, oh man, we got another. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't play what we got. What we got the claim on, obviously, right. or there'll be a claim within a claim. Anyway, Claimception. so Claimception. Yeah. So you can see right here, it says, where, oh, it says, can't monetize this video, right? So I got an email. Let me show you what the email looks like. And you get it. This is what happens when you get a copyright claim from YouTube. They give you an email. They send you one of these. It says, hi, Chrome Dome TV. A copyright owner using content ID claimed some material in your video. 
This is not a copyright strike. This claim does not affect your account status. But it just said you couldn't monetize it. So, it, yeah. So, what they're basically saying is there's a difference between a claim and a strike. Ah. A strike means... It's like you're guilty of it. Sort of. A strike is more you took somebody's video and uploaded it. Right. Or just took an entire movie and uploaded it. Right. What they're saying here is you used a piece of somebody else's material in your work. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different. It's not as bad, but the caveat is you lose all monetation, right? Not that we're not that we're monetized anyway. Right. So it doesn't really matter now anyway. And right. again, we're learning. Someday, we're learning. Someday soon. Yeah, one day. So it says here uh, that there's either ads running on your video with the revenue going to the copyright owner. And then it says the copyright owner here, and look what we got flagged on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, the German one? No. It was when we played the clip of the pizza guy. Oh. Forgiveness is the blood. Oh, man. That's a... I would have never guessed that. I know. Huh. So, anyway, you can click here. Because it was Domino's. Uh, well, I don't know if it was the dominoes that got us or the fact that we used more than 30 seconds. Oh, uh, yeah. We watched the whole scene. How dare we? The difference is, I think, by you know sheer luck, I might have been pausing the other clips before we hit the 30-second mark. Interesting. But this one, I played all 40 seconds, roughly. Just, yeah. So here's where... I'm not entirely mad about this because, look, we did do this. Yeah. We, we did it. And we should have known better. Also, I don't care that much. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here's the lame part: is that you know you go into YouTube. How many like times it, do we get to do this? It tells like, you here. This is the audiovisual content of what the, the it, and I'm not going to play it because if I play it now, it's going to show the, the whole thing again, and we're going to get another claim anyway. But this is the we funny should do it thing. once a month though. The claimant <laughs> here is Grupa BB. Media, media firm film firm what does it film. say film or firm film it says grupa bb uh media firm so i took that and i googled it and, and this popped up grupa bb media film if it if it decides to load it, waiting waiting i might have lost the internet uh yeah oh, youtube certified what does that mean i think i think they're in cahoots huh so this is what's funny is what well, all it means is they're certified. It means YouTube is backing this the media group. Gr- okay, but the cons- but they don't own Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? That's what I'm confused about. Do, are, are they, does Group of BB Media own the movie rights to Ninja Turtles and they're YouTube certified? I don't think so. That doesn't make sense. So like is this is there like some where you can clarify or I haven't dug any deeper into it. In fact, I just I just realized that prior to you getting here, I was like it's weird that it says YouTube certified yeah. and you're telling me this media company owns the rights. I don't fully understand that. Or what I'm thinking is this. Huh. This is an automated response. Oh, by the way, it does say specifically in the email. Let me throw the screen share back up on cuz I think the email said I think it was the email. It says your video was manually reviewed by the copyright owner or someone on behalf of the copyright owner. So oh, no, my that's guess, interesting because I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought this was like an algorithmic thing. They just pop, they just got a red flag, and I think that's how it starts. Out. Yeah, they do have an algorithm that does uh, look for these types of things, and then what I think happens is it goes to Group of BB Media or companies like that, and they confirm it. Huh. So my guess is that. They're in cahoots with YouTube. Oh, whatever. They're working together. Well, claimed by 
it, it, it specifically says someone on behalf of the copyright owner. So someone else might uh, own the copyright. Okay, okay. And, and these little tattletales. The snitches. They're giving you up. These claimants. They're rats. They're, they're rats. No, no, no disrespect to Splinter, but no, they're rats. Yeah. 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 So that's. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. What a tangled web they've we- weaved. They've woven. woven. Yeah, they're 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 still weaving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that. That's that's where Chrome Doom Radio's at right now. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have thunk it. Uh, no, it's very strange. You know, but you know, we you probably should like shoot them an email or something and be like, "Yo, what do we do exactly?" Because it's not real clear. I mean, it's just playing the uh, the movie for too long. That's the important part about this is. I could technically re-upload this video, yeah. but if I do that, we lose that on the views we've already gotten and the hours watched, which, you know, it's got like 75 views and, I don't know, like 10 hours watched or something. Yeesh. So it's it, it wouldn't be absolutely terrible, and if we ever monetize in the future, we'd get it back. But at the same time, I, I just, I don't care enough to do it, and... That seems to be a theme with you lately. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what's What's super lame is that it specifically says on that page that... We can't monetize, yeah. but now it seems like Grupa Media... They can monetize us. They can monetize that video, which is the only thing that's firing me up, is that they can get it now, and they're in cahoots with YouTube, so it's like YouTube can monetize our own video or something, with something behind the scenes that doesn't seem right. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, though. They're the big player in town. We Who cares about us? So we've got to kind of play by their rules. So, yeah, they're going to reach into yeah. anybody's pocket that they can. It's just... It's a 45 freaking minute video or something like that. Yeah, and they're, they're going to bust my balls over 40 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah, whatever the hell seconds. it is. On a minute and a half. Super lame. Whatever. Well, you know. That's, who are you? Nobody. It's yeah, exactly. exactly right. What, are they, what could you do about it? I can't do a damn thing and that's, nor will I try. That's right. And they know it. They sure do. Treading all over you. Just didn't even pay attention to that snake. <laughs> that's why ExoTV's cool. That's right. <laughs> Support support alternative. I was looking into uh, platforms. Uh, Daily Motion. You ever used Daily Motion? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, a lot of stuff used to pop up on there that you didn't see. It was kind of like the weird, like crazy crap. Uh, that's probably all that's still left. Oh wait, on no, there. that's Ebom's World. Oh no, that's not the same at all. Right, but those are you know it's two of the same things, <laughs> <laughs> same kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it is. They're all they're both like YouTube Lite and like YouTube Zero. Well, that's true. Well, I and I think that Vimeo, I think you have to pay for. Do you have to pay for Vimeo now? I think you have to pay for Vimeo or maybe you pay for Vimeo huh. if you want to get like the 4K stuff. I don't know. Something. I always just watched I remember Vimeo just always looking much much nicer. Like every video right. always looks so pretty. Right. Well, that's one of the things I think they pride themselves on is that the quality is better than YouTube because yeah. you know YouTube has so much crap to worry about. Yeah. You know, you, you could demonize them all you want, but they're the they're they're the big guys. Yeah. You know, they're it's YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. Everybody does. Yeah. So they couldn't possibly have the quality that Vimeo has. And still allow people to upload whatever crap they want. You know, it was the first uh, video video I saw on Vimeo. It was one of those guys in a flying squirrel suit, like flying off the of top of a mountain. Oh, dude, those videos are cool. They're really cool. They're really cool. Yeah, I would watch one now, but then we get a copyright claim. Even if we did it on Vimeo, 
Oh <laughs> no, because we're up, no, yeah, but we're uploading the video to YouTube. But they might re- reward that sort of behavior because well, it aligns with their business practices. Maybe. Don't be evil. We're not going to do it anymore, though. We're gonna we're gonna behave. All right, fine. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, did you hear about uh, Jesse Smollett? I, yeah, exactly. I knew you were talking. I knew exactly. Yeah, uh, apparently, like he's not guilty of anything, and uh, we should all just go about our lives. Um, did I couldn't what? <laughs> I was like, I mean, he's, he's. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to throw the guy under the bus or anything, but it seems as if he might be guilty. Like, there's a good, like a seventy, eighty percent chance that there's a hundred percent chance that he's guilty (laughs) what's so weird is that you know the initial story comes out and you think it's like a hate crime and then what we thought was the truth comes out and he staged the whole thing and then the court says nah and that's it (laughs) it's not even a court thing though right what happened (laughs) if that didn't happen or that didn't happen then what happened he wasn't exonerated by court though right it was just like the they dropped the charges yeah the district attorney uh just decided not to press uh, press charges oh yeah but why not I would imagine because it's a rich celebrity and and money exchanged hands like I don't know. He's got the the most famous like celebrity uh, uh, lawyer too. So it's not like you know Mark Garrigus doesn't know people. So I mean, it could be. Do you get the feeling that? And now I get the feeling. And it's also in Chicago, which is a you know super corrupt. I mean, well, they're known to be upstanding citizens in uh, Chicago politics. I I get the feeling now that we're just at the tip of the iceberg. Did you hear what the lawyer said yesterday? No. I actually laughed out loud. What is The that? lawyer says that she thinks that uh, the two Nigerian men that did the beating were in whiteface. Come on. You're telling me two Come Nigerian on. men in a whiteface wearing MAGA hats walking around with a noose? Uh, that's got to, like, you got to just have some balls on you. Like, what? <laughs> what? It it doesn't it it, it it it's almost like a comedy sketch doesn't now. Make any sense? Were you the one who was like, who even knows how to tie a noose anymore? <laughs> who, you're walking around with a noose in the streets of Chicago at two a.m. Yeah, he used the trucker's knot, <laughs> the trucker's hitch. That's the one, dude. Uh, no, that's what's. Uh, I heard that they're the he might still get uh, charged federally though. That doesn't make an, uh, sense to me. How how does the what right does the federal government think they have to come down on a case like this? Because this was a state case. Uh, originally, but the state decided not to pursue it. I think the... the uh, I think I'm pretty sure that the uh, charges were serious enough that they can be considered felonies, like federal offenses. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, did the FBI get involved? No be- idea. Be- well, it's a hate crime. I think a hate crime yes, might actually... So that would put them... Yes, yeah, so you uh, know under what? The, under federal jurisdiction. Now that I think about it, that's probably what it is. Try and say jurisdiction without sounding a little drunk. Jurisdiction. No, oh, I was hammered. I was jurisdiction. Like, jurisdiction. It's like that old uh, Dana Carvey bit. Did you ever see no. his old uh, stand-up special? He was talking about the OJ trial back in the day, and he was uh, explaining that it's impossible to sound drunk without saying... Ju- well, saying uh, it's impossible not to sound drunk while saying... The judicial system. <laughs> exactly. The judicial system. The judicial system. <laughs> By the way, that's how you know comedy isn't as good as it used to be because they made fun of everything back then. Oh, they still so do. So much great. Yeah, 
I don't see anybody really making that much fun of Jesse Smollett. Is it just because it's, it's writing itself? It's coming. Yeah, the, you, people are st- don't know which side of it is the right side of history yet, so they're they're kind of <laughs> hanging back. But I, I hear people talking about it. I was listening to a podcast on uh, the way over here, actually, and they were these guys were just basically they weren't really even being funny. They were just calling the guy like a a useless you know human being and an awful person. Uh, drawing conclusions, which uh, I don't think are justified. I mean, everybody's innocent till proven guilty. Well, that yeah, yeah. Except in the court of uh, public opinion, apparently. That well, that's it. Well, they, they could people could say whatever the hell they want. They have the right to. It's true. I, I I do so frequently. What podcast was it? It was uh, you wouldn't have heard of it. Let's it's, plug another podcast. It's a it's it. a fighters podcast. It's a believe you me um, by. Uh, Michael Bisbing and Luis Gomez. I know none of those things. Yeah, they're uh, they're funny. Michael Bisbing was a former uh, are they fighters middleweight champion. Uh, one's a comedian. Uh, Michael Bisbing was a fighter. That's a good combo. Yeah, he's pretty funny too. Oh, you know what I watched today that we referenced in a past podcast, and I ha- actually didn't even get the joke until today. Ghostbusters. No, Back to the Future. Uh, no, I watched the episode of Joe Rogan with. Uh, Bill Burr early on. It was episode ninety one. Wait, really? It was the yeah. I never oh wait, wait, wait. Bill Burr, Bill Burr. Yeah. yeah. I, for, I, for some reason, I was still on Ghostbusters. I thought you said Bill Murray. And I, no, Bill Burr. And I laughed because it was the episode where uh, Brian Redband and Bill to Burr him that Stitcher isn't stealing his stuff. <laughs> they were fighting over the RSS feed. It was like fifteen minutes. Like, no, you don't understand what an RSS feed. He's like, no, you no, don't understand. No, dude, <laughs> you don't understand. He's. <laughs> yelling at each other and that was like episode three no it was, a, it was no for us oh when jeff brought it up uh yeah probably and i yeah. laughed i was like yeah and then <laughs> i didn't even get it until today i was like oh that's what jeff was referencing it was really really funny they uh started screaming at each other for like 20 minutes basically yeah episode if you want if you want to watch it it's episode 91 of the joe rogan podcast it's on youtube and uh, yeah, basically, Bill Burr goes off on on Brian Redband because Brian Redband was trying to make the argument that Stitcher wasn't stealing Bill's Burr's stuff or Bill's Bill Burr's stuff, even though like he's they like hacked his uh, his content, like put it on there without his permission and without paying him. Yeah, they they Which took is... his RSS feed, they put it on their platform without notifying him, and then they started um, collecting uh, the the subscription dues, right? Correct, yeah. and even the ads that were running on his desktop page. Wow. Yeah. So, oh, this is the funny point too. Like, this is a hard thing to argue with. He goes, dude. If they weren't making money off me, then why, when I decided to pull my uh, podcast off of their platform, did they offer me money? <laughs> yeah. If, they're, if it's free and they're not making money off me, why would they pay me? Yeah, exactly. So obviously, that yeah, that he was drawing traffic to the site. That's why they did it. That's, uh, yeah, that's what's really interesting to me about, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but this aligns with my interests. But the uh, UFC moved uh, all of their pay-per-views behind uh, the ESPN subscription. So now you have, if you want to buy a pay-per-view, you have to actually subscribe to ESPN Plus, which is five bucks a month. So there's a paywall in front of the paywall. In front of the paywall, I was actually I did know about this. I heard about this last week. Somebody else was telling me, which is kind of interesting. Like. Uh, because they actually lowered the price of the pay-per-views too, so you they lowered the price of each pay-per-view for by ten dollars. So now it's fifty-five where it used to be sixty-five, and um, then but you have you have to pay five dollars per month for ESPN Plus. 
So it ends up being like $60 if you subscribe and then unsubscribe for every thing. But it's already overly complicated. Yeah. I I think it's really going to damage their pay-per-view buys, but I don't think they care as much because they're getting a big chunk of that subscription money. Dude, that's it's such a weird business model because you got to think, you know, I'm a baseball fan. Baseball went the exact opposite direction from day one. Mm-hmm. It was on cable TV. Right. Anybody could watch it. It was literally on your free station. Well, as soon as on, that became, it, like, uh, you mean network TV. Yeah. It was the free stations. It was on the cable. Yeah. If you had an antenna, you could watch your local baseball team. But there's so many uh, freaking teams. It, it makes sense that they would play it True. on the cable. True. There's a team for every city. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if, you want, if you're you know, a fan of the sport, not just the fan of your team, you want to be able to watch more games. Even now, currently, all I need is MLB.tv, mm-hmm. the, the at-bat app. And I have every single game in the majors. How much cash, How much does that cost? It's about 160 a year, something to that nature. I might be actually wrong. It might be like 200 So like a little more than like 10 bucks a month? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. And you got every game, every game of every team. The only time it gets blacked out is if it's on a major cable company like uh, ESPN or Fox. Hmm. Which means you're going to get it anyway. Right. Because you just got to... As you long as you have cable. As long as you have cable. And you... you what you pay for sling now or i have i switched Mm -hmm. i switched from sling to youtube tv how's that i like it it's got a better channel selection but we have more streaming issues is that the same thing as youtube red no see now i just found out that's irritating i just found that out why do you have to pay extra for the the stuff on youtube dude i just paying youtube you know why i just found that out two days ago because cobra kai season two is coming out because cobra kai is awesome if you haven't watched Cobra Bro. Kai on YouTube, uh, you fucking Red, know me so well. Don't uh, don't don't subscribe to YouTube. Red. Download it illegally. But <laughs> you, Cobra Kai is a hell of a show. It was my favorite show last year. It's is a really it? really good television so, program. It took it took well very little convincing to get Taylor to watch it because she likes Ralph Macchio because she likes my cousin Vinny. That's but funny. Yeah. We watched uh, and I had it. We had to go back and obviously watch the Karate Kids, but she loved. it that show so awesome when we found out season two was coming out the trailer pumped me up dude i was like oh yeah yeah so he's he's hanging out with uh cleese right yeah yeah and then uh you know uh now uh ralph macchio is opening up the miyagi do studio so that's pretty fun it's genius and then that's how i found out that i don't have youtube red i have youtube tv i need youtube red to get um uh, Cobra Kai. I mean, you could just wait. Jeff's going to get it on his Plex. That's, I know. 100%. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting it. Are you kidding me? I don't need to do that. You would, th- you would think... You how would- much is YouTube Red? Uh, I actually didn't even look into it. We could look it up right now. How much is YouTube t- TV? YouTube TV is $40 a month. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's how much Hulu and... Um, what's the other one? Yeah, I don't care. It's all Ro- too much. Maybe Roku TV? No. Oh, Apple's Sling. coming out with a TV. Oh, Sling. I'm sorry. That's what it is. Yeah. 40 bucks a month? I mean, how much? But then if you get like basic cable, that's like 80, 90 bucks a month, something like that. Yeah. So So it's cheaper than that. Yeah. But now, think about it this way. But everybody's cutting the cord. I have to pay for internet and I have to pay for... Sorry, cause, but you had to do that anyway for Comcast. Right. You know, that's... Uh, this is weird. YouTube Premium? Did they change the name of it? I don't know. Is it not YouTube Red anymore? Uh, it looks like eleven ninety nine a month, and they're calling it YouTube Premium now. Dude, it's about time. If they did change it from YouTube Red, it's about time. 
It sounded too much like red tube. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit bad. And there. I couldn't think if they were doing that intentionally. It's <laughs> just trying to get get all those uh, people that are hunting for pornography and dyslexic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, That's yeah. weird. So by the time yeah, by the time you again, too complicated. You gotta have the one thing. Pay like how f- many streaming services are you signed up for at this point? Well, I have uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, um, well, I sort of have both. I'm using passwords of other people. Nice. But, <laughs> nice. And uh, and I have uh, YouTube. YouTube TV. YouTube TV. And then the MLB. Right, and MLB. Yeah. Yeah, if you add it all up. So how much is that? That's like, well, I mean, you're not paying for YouTube or Amazon. Well, um, it works out to be, if I do the math real quick in my head, yeah. Um, for the No, for the entire year. Hang on, let's actually add it up. It's a lot of money. I can't do the math in my head. And then you it, But it's, I, I think it's still cheaper than cable. I did the wrong button. Oh, my God. So let's open up that calculator. So, okay, we said $40 a month for YouTube times 12. So, oh, I did 10. 40 times 12. It's a lot. 480 bucks plus, let's say, I think, I think maybe MLB was 200 plus, uh, what did we say? 1190, what? So I'm just doing the math in my head. 99. We said uh, 1199 for Netflix. That's how much it is, right? I don't know. I just, it just draws out of the bank account every month. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a thousand bucks a year. Jeez. For TV entertainment. For just mindless, like, wasteful moments. Yeah, when you could be watching Chrome Dome Radio on YouTube for free. And educating, you dumbass. <laughs> is that, is that a, a dollar in the, is that a dollar in the jar? Do, do I have to spot you? Yeah, I think so. Hang on. By the way, if you're new to the show, uh, you got If we say a naughty word, we put a dollar in our swear jar. And then it goes, yeah, you gotta spot me. And then we donate, we're gonna be donating the money to... Fight for the Forgotten. They build wells in Africa and employ people to build more wells and teach them and train them so that it's a self-sustaining thing. And it's not just teaching them, you know, giving a man a fish. It's teaching a man to fish. Pretty cool. So, I feel like I've been going on a lot. What What do you got? Well, I mean, I had car troubles too, as you know. You did. I have it a lot. So, I don't... My car troubles started before this week, but this week uh, they compounded because I have an old Ford F-150 that I have, uh, let's say, to put it kindly, neglected for several (laughs) years. Uh, And now I'm under the process of trying to, you know, rejuvenate and restore it because it's, uh, you know, it needs it. And I'd like to do that. uh, You know, another having a, a working Ford truck would be helpful. By the way, before you keep going, can we air that one out a little bit? What? Let's air this one out a little Go bit. Go ahead. How long ago did I ask you what was up with the truck? Uh, what, a few months, right? I, yeah, about yeah. at least six to eight months ago. Six, uh, six all right. And so. you told me the car wouldn't start. It didn't. And then what did I say? Uh, it was probably a battery, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, and then what else did I say? Um... I said, I'll come, I'll go out there with you. We'll and pop we'll a new battery in and we'll drive it the heck out of there. Yeah. And then I asked, well, they're letting you just park it in the guest parking? And I was like, yeah. This is my, my old house, which is now a rental property for uh, <laughs> for people. So 
Now, fast forward to about, what is it, a month and a half ago, two months? Yeah, it was about, uh, it was about like three, four weeks ago. And you had gotten a warning letter. I get, Yeah, apparently one of several. I actually didn't pay any attention until I got an email. Because <laughs> I don't open mail. Wait, did, did they send the mail to your new address or the rental address? Oh, I you don't, don't know. even know. I, don't, I, mean, I never got them letters. They were like, hey, we've been trying to call you. And uh, I was like, well, you should have used my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so, you get this warning. and then Apparently uh, they'd been sending me fax machines and, you know. But even at the point, then you asked me one night, you were like, hey, dude, and you were afraid to ask me. Yeah, because uh, I'm tired of having to ask you for help with my cars because I, you know, I know nothing about cars, and Chris is always very helpful with cars. But you get the, you don't want to be one of those guys that's always like, hey, uh, you want to help me uh, change my uh, brake? All right, so how many vehicles have you helped me repair at this point? It's been uh, Jet's old car. It's been my truck. It's been. Um, I gave you advice on the van. Uh, yeah, you gave me advice on the van. It. You gave me. Uh, you helped uh, with. Uh, my dad's car that Jeff uh, ripped apart That's accidentally. Right. Yes, That's a good. We ought to tell that story. So next uh, podcast with Jeff, he's got to tell that story. By the way, I read I read recently on Reddit that listeners hate when podcasters do that. What? Where they're like, "Oh, that's a good story for another episode." Well, we can't tell it. No, we can't tell it tonight. So guess what? Tune into next episode. Right. Well, not next episode. Yes, because- son of a what. Oh, wait, well, next time Jeff is on, fine. Yeah. So anyway, so you you asked me to park the car. <laughs> you wanted to get the car, the truck, towed and uh, to my house so we could park it on the driveway until I could get it started. And then I realized, I was like, why don't we just... And I even asked you that night, I was like, why don't we just go see if we could start it? But you didn't want to. I don't remember. I think I had like too much <laughs> to do or something, and I could just get it like towed. And it wouldn't have been, and it didn't cost me much. So, how much was the bill to get it towed to my house? Uh, I think I don't know. I think for some reason I got it for free, like it was a roadside assistance de- deal or something. Oh well, that changes everything. Well, yeah. wait a second, that's I'm not pretty bad sure. Then. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh well, then screw my whole story. Yeah, you I thought was, I was just being I thought you stupid, were just blowing money. No. Oh, you saved me a trip to Roswell. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but in the end, I try to do that for. In you. the end, what was it? It was the battery. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it didn't start when I got it home today. It didn't again? Yeah. Shake the battery terminal again. Okay. I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's all it is. got to yeah. change the battery terminal out. All it right. was all corroded and crap. But Did yeah, you- I, I turned it off and tried to turn it back on. didn't work at all. Immediately. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely what it is then. Okay. That's not a battery draining issue. If it was okay. immediate. So this is uh, all ignoring the actual, like this was all like tertiary. I have like a primary vehicle that I use and uh, the like old moldy crap truck is not the one in question i have actually a, a honda odyssey a gold honda odyssey a 2004 we've brought this up before yeah i have a i have like the ultimate mom van like it's this is your like road trip like vehicle when you were i don't know what uh 10 11 years old way back in the years 2001 it's the this is the car you take to the gym to do mma i do i actually do and it's uh useful because i can i have like a giant gym bag and i can fit it in there because it's a van <laughs> anyway uh so i took a, i uh i had to this is another funny story um my wife constantly bids on these online auctions uh it's an online auction site and uh if you win uh, if you have, if you spend the most money, which is winning, uh, you go and pick something up in an out of your way 
location and it's uh, usually a wonderful way to waste a Saturday and you know frustrate me to no end because you know my wife is making me drive out to freaking Lithonia which is you know if you're not from Atlanta that's a uh, you know it's it's far it's on the other side of Atlanta from where I live and it's not like close to the perimeter so it's uh you got to go like you know an hour and a half uh, out of your way on a Sunday and pick something up that you already own like two of so i i've she and i have had several fights and i you can probably hear my voice like cracking in anger as i like talk about it i get so mad because she's constantly buying this crap and like i'm like what'd you buy this time it's like fake flowers i'm like why do we need fake flowers we don't have enough I'm like you know what you can do you could go to like kirkland's which is like five minutes away you know and i'm just like losing my mind this is this what the best part about this is we are in bed it is like 11 o'clock at night and i'm starting to get i get so mad i have to get up and i go downstairs and do the dishes that i've left in the sink for the morning <laughs> i have to like go clean something because i've gotten so angry and then um, you know, of course, I come back upstairs, and uh, she's dead asleep, and then the baby like starts uh, screaming. So I wake her ass up, and <laughs> that's another. Talk. Another talk. Sorry, I got. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so we uh, I, the newest wrinkle, like the every time it gets progressively worse. Like it's not only bad I have to drive out there and get something; it's then I find out like the next time that I go is there's a really long driveway where there's no room for multiple cars to get up. So they have a guy acting as like a border security for this house. So he's sending one car up at a time and you're just like sitting there losing your mind because not only did you drive two and a half hours out of your way to get there, you got to drive another two and a half hours back, but you got to wait an hour and a half. So you're like, your whole day is just burnt. So this is a six hour project. What'd you pick up? (sighs) A a big screen TV, which, uh, you know, is our fifth we have five. It's a three-bedroom house, and we have five televisions. Where's that TV now? In a closet in my basement. <laughs> Why don't you hang it in your Two remote-controlled cars, which she claimed are for my son, who is one, <laughs> and cannot operate a toothbrush properly, no, much less a remote-controlled vehicle. So after I hassled her, after I hassled her for a while, she was like, "They're for me. They're for me. I I want the remote control." Did she play with them? No, (laughs) they're still in the basement. But she wants she and she was surprised when they didn't work. Like you like they're just fresh out the box. I didn't just grab them from some guy's house. Oh, she didn't test them. (sighs) Anyway. There was actually some more stuff because you never get just what you want. They like one time we bought like uh, these, uh, like uh, what's the shelving? Like the plastic shelving that you put in your garage. Yes. And, yeah. Like uh, we bought those, but we didn't just buy those. We bought everything that was on them. <laughs> oh, I remember when you did that. But what, here's the best part: like I never know any of this in advance. Like it's always like, what are we gonna like? That's why I asked her. That's why I got so mad because she bought fake flowers because she wasn't gonna tell me. That was just like some other stuff that she bought. All right, so let me guess. She tells you you're going there to pick up plastic shelves, but you're really there to pick up plastic shelves, a saxophone, you know, a, a, a snow globe, and whatever the hell's on the Old shelf. Paint cans, tr- <laughs> like a guy's na- garbage. A guy's like co- trucker hat collection. 
And you, oh, guess what? It gets better. You're not allowed to throw anything away on the premises. Of course not. There's no dumpster. You got to put that in your van. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're no. taking away their garbage. So this is uh, all going to come back around to the car trouble, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, uh, so the newest wrinkle was I thought these things were only on the weekends. Turns out you can go, you can go uh, ruin your like after weekday afternoon as well, and your wife can go ham on that. Yeah, so we go, uh, we it's up in Woodstock, and I'm like, all right, well at least it's not that far. Woodstock's like a pretty straight shot from Smyrna. It's not that bad. And it takes me less than an hour to get there. I'm I'm cool. You know, there's an, there's a lot of good food to eat in Woodstock. That was my plan. I'm gonna go up there, gonna get a meal. Big bang, bam, we're done. And I got the peach pass, so rush hour, I'm just flying flying past all these losers, these plebeians, f- taking regular traffic like idiots and morons. And uh, then suddenly I start to feel like an idiot and a moron because my car starts... <laughs> Your minivan starts to vibrate violently. And I'm like, oh, oh, this isn't good at all. <laughs> and my, you know, uh, about a half second later, my flash and my check engine lights like... Lit up like a Christmas tree. And I'm like, okay, let's uh, hope we can make it to Woodstock. So we get in Woodstock off at a 92 exit, and there's a Firestone right off the exit. Get out over the Firestone. I'm like, yeah, I need somebody to check out my car. They're like, it's like 6 o'clock, man. We're about to close. Like, You can leave it here overnight. I'm like, thanks anyway. Go F yourself while so, you're at it. Go F yourself. So luckily, uh, my cousin lives nearby. I give him a call. He doesn't answer. I give you a call. We like go through like a hackneyed way of uh, trying to diagnose it. And then my cousin comes by. He has a code reader. He reads off the codes. It's like some kind of an engine like... Uh, misfire. Yeah, misfire. Yeah. Uh, some other stuff. Oh. Uh, so I then he's like, all right, well, it's not going to explode if you drive it. So I'm like, all right. So I drive it over to a service station that he knows. He's like, these guys are pretty reliable. They've done good work for me. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And um, that's uh, pretty much the story. He ended up letting me borrow his car last night. So you could pick up your trinkets. Yeah. What did you pick up? I didn't pick up anything. Oh, you didn't it was, get it? It was too late. Oh, our, geez, did you our, lose out? Did you lose the money? I don't know. We uh, because it's uh, unforeseen circumstances. Okay. So they said they would try and arrange an alternate pickup time for us by calling my phone and letting me know, but they haven't. So I'm expecting that they'll send an email uh, to Jet and uh, she can apply for a refund. But uh, yeah, I got a good kick. I'm going to pick on you a little bit because it was a little funny when I was like, so. Uh, you know where the I, I brought up the radiator for something. I was like, it's to the right of the radiator, and you were like, where would a radiator be? <laughs> <laughs> and then and you you were on speaker. Oh no, you weren't. On, you were loud enough to where Taylor was sitting next to me, and she just goes, she gives a look like this, and you're not going to see it on the podcast, but the YouTubers can see it. She just goes. <laughs> Because she knows where the radiator is. She goes, and she's the one who actually said, tell them it's against the front grill. And that's why I was like, it's against the front grill. <laughs> and sure enough, there it was. But hey, I have never really looked at a uh, car engine and known 
you know, there's never no nobody's ever like labeled it for me. You know what you should do for for real though. <laughs> nobody ever labeled it for me. You know uh, what am I supposed nobody to? Nobody told me where it was. You know, for real though, there are you don't have to freaking know about cars very much, but there are certain things that are very handy. Yeah, and even just go get yourself a, a reader. You have old cars. If you go, to, they're like fifteen bucks. Right. You can get the reader that plugs into the computer, and then it'll tell you exactly what's wrong. That's knowing things smarter like that. Than buying another kettlebell. You check all your fluids. You're gonna have to start checking your fluids. Your car are old enough where it might start burning stuff so, yeah. you know every once in a while you're gonna make sure you have your oil levels okay or your transmission fluid these are simple things you could do that and i'm telling you right Sounds now like such a chore though. if you do things like that there will be a time where your oil will be a quart low and you will have saved yourself a major problem because you have the the, the you'll know that you need to put a cord in because if you didn't put that cord in you who knows what would have happened if you were a, horrible things would have happened if you were a betting man chris what did you say the odds of me taking any of this advice are zero <laughs> there is not a shot in hell <laughs> oh jeez Listen, it's just I'm not a handy technical person. It's just not think, one of my strengths. I think the point I was trying to make is you don't have to be to do those things. Well, no, because then by definition I would be. No, okay. I would be that on a sliding scale of handy to not handy. You're where right. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're talking about a notch. Yeah. You're right, though. You would. You would take a step towards being technical and mechanical. And that's uh, just not a step I'm willing to take. <laughs> you must do things that are... I guess you don't. No. What would I do? I don't know. I, I tried I, to reset my uh, my garbage disposal, and the button just wouldn't stay in. So now uh, I don't have a garbage disposal for the moment. And Zach, I'm really upset but, about that. But do you realize that learning little things can save you a lot of stress? Well, yeah. And I mean, money this, in the it's end. just one of those. I haven't gotten around. I do. I, <laughs> I have, haven't gotten around to learn. You know what, Jeff? Jeff. Yeah, he said uh, this was at his baby shower that we went to last week. We were talking about it on last episode. He was like, So I asked uh, Zach what it took to start a podcast. And I was like, Oh, yeah, what do you say? He's like, His eyes glazed, glazed over. <laughs> <laughs> My answer would have been something like, uh, You got to know Chris. Yeah, that's how you start a podcast. You know Chris. You gotta, you gotta know somebody that knows what they're doing, and then uh, I mean, you don't have you. If you want to start a good podcast, this is all very helpful. But like, yeah. honestly, like I can no, you do could it do with it. my phone. And you could do it way thing. easier than this. In yeah. fact, I I think Bill Burr was using a microphone plugged into his iPhone for years. Oh yeah, and I think to this day he's just using a microphone plugged into like a like a small recorder. Well, before that, he used to he actually had a service that he would call into. He he would use his, his phone, phone and he would call uh, a service. No and way. they would record his phone call and then they would post that. By the way, he's That's like not real, real old. School. He's not exactly a dude to model yourself after either. Honestly, the audio quality on his podcast to this day really sucks. Yeah, because he doesn't care, dude. I was listening to the most recent episode, the one that came out on Monday. Mm-hmm. It was only coming out of my left speaker, but it's still really funny. Oh, oh you kidding me? It's one of the best podcasts. It's yeah. it's a great podcast, but you know, he's just an animal. And you know, and the funny thing about it is, I was actually laughing at the fact that he doesn't give a rat's ass. He, no. I know. Oh, I got another dollar. dollar. I know he doesn't. Because if you, if anybody were to tell him, like, "Hey, hey, Bill, your podcast was recorded in mono and it was only coming out of the left speaker," he'd go, eh. <laughs> <laughs> "That sucks." <laughs> anybody who listened to that, that sucked, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, terrible. Yeah, I feel awful for you. Tune in next time, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> 
So. Oh, we did good today. We yeah, we had lots of money for pygmies. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know if you're ready to like book it or whatever, but there's uh, close. one thing I uh, I did uh, want to mention this week is one of my friends from college, uh, a girl that I knew. She turns out she started a podcast. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's called um, Hindsight is Horrible, and it's uh, it, it's uh, basically she like goes uh, over um, movies with uh, I I think it, I, I don't know if it's like her boyfriend or like just some dude she knows, but they who they like go over like old movies and just talk like uh, special effects facts and different like uh, interesting you know factoids that. Uh, you might not know unless you like did like research into movie history or whatever. Dude, let's get her on here. I uh, haven't spoken to her in like several years. It but won't I, be weird. I liked and uh, I'll 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 reach out. But uh, do yeah. it because we need to do more collaboration. Okay, we need to get on other podcasts. We need podcasts to come on here because we could share. Um, you know our fans. Yeah, it just seems uh, it just seems fun because she's like they're drinking and. Uh, <laughs> And having uh, they're drinking like well, high quality like growler beers apparently. And as our listeners watching know, the mummy, this is an alcohol free show. Yeah, never, we, never uh, do we indulge. We in do the, not indulge the demon spirits in alcohol or drugs on this podcast. Never will, and we won't, and we will um, abide by that one yeah. simple rule. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> a rule. <laughs> oh no, we we have well, we have several rules. Well, it just the, the the no bad words and the, we don't, that's not even a rule. That's a made up rule we just made that's up. A, well, that art all rules are made up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> what do we have rules? Yeah, it's uh like uh how uh I never. No, we don't have any rules. <laughs> I mean, we we have had discussions on things we probably shouldn't shouldn't discuss. Yeah. We had a whole episode on on that when I was saying I was getting anxiety that week. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, well, wait a second, I still have to maintain my nine to five job while I do this stupid crap, which is uh, silly. Like, no, you don't. It's no, not, you really don't. You could just and, be homeless. And, and you know, you know what the damn shame of the whole thing is? Is the people who think the way I think are the ones that fall behind. And yep. I truly believe that because the ones that go out there and take the chances and they say, F it, I'm doing it, I'm going out there, I'm going to put myself out there, those are the ones, you know, it's a shot in the dark and it's like right. you know, it's like a bolt of lightning, but, but you those know are the what ones else? that blow up. They're also the ones that, uh, you know, blow up and die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to think too, maybe in reality, you know, a lot of people who do that, they don't succeed and then, yeah, they, exactly. and then they back themselves into a corner. Right. You know, for the one out of a thousand that do, maybe even more. And then they die in that corner. <laughs> it was a depressing thing they to just end get on. Shot. But I would love to end on that note. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Find us at Chrome Dome Radio. Videos on YouTube and XOTV.me. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Don't follow your dreams. <laughs> <laughs>